Morning Listeners. It's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. White Vinegar. Hey, guys. It's your boy, Alex, a.k.a. New MacBook. And welcome to our 27th episode of Where's the the Action? action? I big bet, big bet. So we are actually trying to do a weekly schedule now. This is great. I think this is like the one of the first times we've gotten like week after week, right? Knock on wood, (laughs) knock on wood. But yes, so we decided to do the old Insta poll again and we did a poll. It was Suicide Squad, the new one versus Spider-Man. And I actually would have liked either one. I mean, honestly, truly, I watched the Suicide Squad by myself in my Airbnb. Shout out Airbnb, sponsor of this episode. And I watched it by myself. It's a great movie. So we will be reviewing that later. I think we should. I think we the should. Next so Alex, Alex and whoever voted for the Suicide Squad on the Insta poll. First of all, thank you for voting. What was the uh, total number? Do you want to know? Yeah. All right. I'm going to check it right now. How do I even check that? You have to go to the archive. We have to go to the archive in the Insta post. Uh-huh. We're off to a great start today. We're do you already. Know how to do that? No, wait. Okay. So I. <laughs> No, I don't know how to get to the archive. Okay. It would be too 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 much to explain. <laughs> it was I think it was around seven to seventy-one percent. Whatever the math is. Seventy-one percent for Spider-Man, the rest for the Suicide Squad. But we had big numbers. I think it was like almost twenty-five people voted. Ooh. Which is amazing. That's like that's a lot of people. I don't even think I know that many people. <laughs> But anyway, yes, thank you so much for voting. And so we are reviewing Spider-Man, the OG this week. So the one with Tobey Maguire, the one that started it all back in 02. Can you believe it's 20 years old? It's crazy. That's insane. I don't even think I'm 20 years old yet. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah, it's catching up to me. That's weird, though. But it's weird to think about. And then 20 years later, we've got the new one, No Way Home, which we should review later on. But that's a whole other issue. But. Yeah, so we'll be reviewing that today. So thank you so much for voting in the Insta polls for that. And keep on the lookout. You know, we'll we be doing those more frequently. So keep those on the lookout as well. So time to dig into it. But first, before we get into the movie, you know, we like to do a little sum sum with that full disclosure segment. So let's see here. I'm going to check the notes. Yes, the first full disclosure point we have is facial hair. Alex, was this yours or mine? This is yours. <laughs> kidding yes so i have been on the wayward path for quite a while i've shaved i've been clean shaven for quite a bit i think ever since i moved out to texas to be honest with you i think i shaved it once i got here and so i've decided here recently well i haven't decided other people have decided that it looks more aesthetically pleasing if i keep it on so with that being said i'm going to keep it on for a little bit and I think it's it works well because I finally matched the logo again for the podcast. I really do think I, you know, I was going to update it with me with no beard, but now <laughs> I'm kind of growing into it now. So I think it'll I think it's going to be a good thing. What do you think? Are you going to also grow out your uh, like your hair? That was a mistake. You don't want to? I don't think I should. That was a mistake last time. Maybe you should do like. Uh, not full, full, um, like obviously don't cut your whole beard off, but like, what is, what's the phrase where it's like, go to stubble where it's like, a like a shadow. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's what it is. Oh, well, I mean, 
so it's all right. So keep it at this length is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So does it don't keep it don't keep it like long where you can see it's noticeably hairy, but like keep it trimmed down where it's just like, you know, it has that shape of your facial hair on your yeah, face. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be honest though, it's it scratches me and others. <laughs> it scratches you, so you're bleeding. <laughs> yeah, every hair that grows, it's just like a bloody mess. I look red all over. <laughs> It's um yeah, it almost looks like I have a Spider-Man mask on in the lower half <laughs> of my face. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm definitely going to keep it. It's got to be a certain length so it doesn't itch me. I think I'm past the itching phase right now. Mm-hmm. But even my boss noticed it at work. Shout out my boss. I'm not going to say the name because I get into some trouble. But uh, yeah, shout out to my boss. He noticed it at work in, uh, in the meeting we had. So that's mm-hmm. great. It's you good know, fun. You know, people like, actually use like products and stuff to keep their uh their beard like very healthy and stuff like that i've seen that but i feel like you have to have one of those duck dynasty beards to make that work like one of those long ones that goes down to your boobs or whatever (laughs) well i guess if you don't have boobs your chest i i don't know i wouldn't Mm. know (laughs) but yeah all right facial hair is coming back in style let's see here what else oh there's one from you i see you just added I'll I'll put I'll talk about mine. So, like so, I told you, but I didn't tell the podcast. So, me and my friends are uh, starting a men's volleyball league, right? And our name is called Miyagi Do. <laughs> mm. And and so, me getting more uh, excited for volleyball. I've been watching the anime haiku, which is a um, I don't know how many seasons, but there's there's at least like seven or more seasons of the show it is a long show but i've been watching this anime called haiku and so i can get more pumped up and excited for the volleyball season which is going to start uh in two weeks so february 6th is our very first game february so, 6th all right you guys heard the date everyone should show up to i know the was... rec center in fairfax <laughs> everyone show up um it'll be sunday night uh so be on the lookout for uh Miyagi Do updates. I'll do that every single podcast. I'll be like, oh, so this past game we we won, blah blah blah, and stuff like that. <laughs> this will just turn into a sports cast. This will be on ESPN Plus soon. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's cool. I I didn't hear about the the haiku part. I don't think. No, Is no. Haiku? Yeah, haiku. Yeah. Isn't that a Japanese poem? Like, uh, it it has a a rhyming scheme in there or something? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a volleyball show. Yeah, it's also a volleyball show. Do they <laughs> speak in haikus? <laughs> so it has nothing to do with haikus. No, it's strictly volleyball. Okay, interesting. I would have called it like volleyball camp or maybe pumped up. <laughs> like the volleyball's pumped up. You know what you should watch? You should what? watch the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks in it. He falls in love with the volleyball in that movie. Castaway? Yeah, because he's on an island and his only friend is this volleyball that he painted a face on. His name is Wilson. <laughs> what? Yeah, he falls in love with it. There's a weird sex scene in it, too. With him and the volleyball. I don't want to get into it. This is a G-rated podcast. This volleyball looks a little scary. <laughs> hey, it's all he had at the time. What do you mean it looks scary? Isn't it like his, his handprint or something? Yeah, it's a red handprint. <laughs> I think it's blood, actually. Yeah, and he made like eyes with it. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks cute. 
All right, Wilson. Wilson's the new uh, podcast uh, mascot. You should use one that looks just like that on the court. <laughs> hey guys, this is my eighth player, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the bench, but now he's coming out to play. Uh, but yeah, all right. No, that sounds cool. Yeah, you got to keep us updated about your league, your men's league. Yeah, uh, we can also shout out our friend Jing, who is oh, playing. Yeah, our boy. Can we shout Jing. him out. Are we legally allowed to do that? I mean, we didn't get Jing's permission, but eh, I think we're fine. We didn't say his last name, Wade. Do you want me to tell you the whole roster? Yeah, do do like <laughs> first names only, and if we get sued, I'll I'll bleep them out. Okay, so the roster, Alex, me as captain. So Mister Miyagi, aka Alex. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Ryan. Then we got Jing. Then we got Brandon. Then we got Danny. We got Thomas, and then we got Neil, and then yeah, that wraps up our team. Can we do something? Can we do a live podcast at one of your games? Who's gonna do the podcast? We're all playing. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll just do volleyball ASMR as an episode. It'll just be us grunting and me, me shouting at you, and cursing, you shouting at me. Me cursing the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely be explicit. You're like Mason, you weren't in the right spot. <laughs> Mason, hit the ball the other way. It's supposed to go over the net. Hustle, hustle. <laughs> I can. You're not sweating enough. You're not hustling. I can hear it now. <sighs> anyway. All right, volleyball updates. That's going to be a new segment. All right, should we just do BP updates too? I mean, I want to. I feel like I want to do some updates too. Yeah. What is parking garage? Oh, parking garage. That's just mm-hmm. I was pissed this morning because at 3 a.m. there's a car alarm going off in the parking garage and oh. in the parking garage, it echoes. And guess who lives right next to the parking garage? <laughs> like I can see it from my window right now. Hey, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. White Vinegar can see the parking garage. <laughs> it's 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 not fun. And I, I heard it and it, it woke me up. Usually I'm a deep sleeper once I'm asleep, but it woke me up. Also, uh-huh. I think I was dehydrated because I drank last night and I didn't drink water, and so I was mm-hmm. dehydrated. But I'm hydrating now with, let's see here, our next sponsor, Starbucks Double Shot Energy Drink. So, yeah, so that was the parking garage story. But BP updates, I'll just be honest with you. I hate this thing. I hate this fish so much. I didn't even feed him yesterday because I was mad at him. Why? <laughs> don't call PETA. Don't call whoever. I just don't like him. He doesn't swim where I want him to. He doesn't swim through his little tiki hut that I bought him. He swam through it run- once when I first got him. Now he doesn't sw- do anything. He just swims at the top of the bowl wanting to get out. I don't like him. He's so... <laughs> actually making me angry right now. <laughs> Wait, you didn't feed him yesterday? No, I didn't feed him yesterday. <laughs> did you feed him this morning? I did. I fed him eight pellets. Okay. <laughs> That's so I fed him eight pellets. I don't care. He eats them all in two seconds. Wait, so from the, the last time we talked... So the last podcast about the eating schedule, right? So what did what did you end up doing? I don't know. Past, I still don't know. This past week, you didn't you didn't stick to the schedule. No, I don't. I don't know when to feed him. I feed him morning sometimes, night sometimes, lunch sometimes. <laughs> but it's always eight pellets because I don't really ration it out. I just kind of dump. So it's like a lot of pellets. I've had to pick some out because there are too many. And I've seen him like choke and spit it back out before this is going to get me in trouble i should not be saying all this i don't be looking big these days (laughs) if he dies within the next week it is not my fault 
I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing it intentionally. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like him. He he doesn't do anything anymore. He's a fish. He doesn't. He's not supposed to be doing flips and stuff. Yes, he is. He's supposed to be doing tricks and going through his little tiki hut. I got him the tiki hut so he could swim through it. Maybe he swims through it when you're not watching. He, to spite me, just like he's like Woody from Toy Story. Exactly. <laughs> he comes alive when Andy's not in the room. Yeah. I should put a camera up so I can video him. That would be the most boring webcam footage. <laughs> Just a fish swimming around a fishbowl. We'll do a live stream of it. Oh. Huh? We talked about the feeding schedule and you totally ignored it. <laughs> because I don't want to feed it is the problem. That's the thing. I'm going to call PetSmart and see if they take returns. <laughs> What's your return policy? I just, I don't know. I mean, it's been not 30 days yet. I feel like that's a reasonable time. Or I can just leave him out front. And someone take just, him? Huh? Or like, a, like a, a bird takes him? A bird takes him? Yeah. You said leave him out front, right? Leave him out front of PetSmart like an orphan. So somebody comes and picks him up uh, like in uh, the store. Oh, yeah. I mean, like a bird can always swoop down and take him. <laughs> I don't even think birds want him. <laughs> he's so undesirable he's like the worst fish oh <laughs> no, no no you know what maybe i like him now i don't know i'm warming up to him i think it's just hard being a dad all right you don't understand <laughs> okay okay <laughs> all right so moving on from our full disclosure segment we are going into our sponsorship i can never say that word sponsorship section sponsorship sponsorship all right they're sponsors for this episode so i see one in all caps here that i think that you would really like to talk this, about this is my boy aldi aldi the grocery store <laughs> is it aldi or aldi's all aldi nuts <laughs> all these nuts in your face <laughs> aldi aldi so if you don't know what aldi is um according to wikipedia aldi it's a common brand of two German family-owned discount supermarket chains with over 10,000 stores in 20 countries and estimated combined turnover of more than 50, I think this is 50 billion euros. Um, it's not the American dollar sign. Yeah, uh, shout out to Aldi. We uh, shopped at Aldi yesterday and also the, uh, the week before. They, um, they have some great deals. Eggs, super cheap. Cheese, super cheap. <laughs> I've heard it's cheap. And like, you're not the only one. Like, I got three texts in the same day all about Aldi's. <laughs> Aldi is the place to be. You have I to go. Been. We got to go. The thing, the thing is, uh, you have to remember to bring a quarter to uh, get a cart or else you will be carrying all your groceries. They don't have like they baskets. pay for a cart. Well, see, like you put the quarter like in this little slot on the... Uh, a cart handle and then when you're done with it you reattach it to the carts and like the quarter will pop back out oh it's, so it's free yeah it's free it's just like i guess it's just the easier convenient convenience of uh keeping like the carts organized and stuff so like if you don't bring a quarter then you don't have to get a cart so therefore you don't have to worry about a cart from the like the stores and because they're all like locked up. So they're really banking on a quarter to keep you from <laughs> not putting your cart back. 
I guess so. Yeah. You should have to put in like fifty dollars. <laughs> like really? a quarter. If I put a quarter in, I could steal the cart. I don't care. It's a quarter. <laughs> I'd pay a quarter for, to steal a cart. And we could flip that. <laughs> you could flip the cart. Do fifty cents, two quarters, <laughs> twenty-five cents to to twenty bucks. Woo! Woo! That's a five house, five thousand percent profit. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, shout out to Aldi. We've been uh, saving money and eating quality foods. Yeah, save money, live better. Aldi's. Mm-hmm. Aldi's nuts. <laughs> she... I think it is Aldi's, like plural. Aldi. Is it Aldi? Like A-L-D-I? I thought it was A-L-D-I posh V-S. No, it's just Aldi. Oh. Yeah. What do people say Aldi's? Now I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. Aldi, yeah. Aldi. All right, I'll go to Aldi. I've heard they've got like cheap wine and frozen pizzas. Yeah, they do have pizzas, so you can stock up on your pizzas. Yeah, my main food group. <laughs> All right, what uh, about you? Who do you want to shout out to? Oh, I would like to shout out Ego Waffles. So long story, not really. Ego Waffles are basically this breakfast food that you put in the toaster and you can heat them up or you can eat them cold. I don't advise that. I used to eat on waffles cold. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Like they had, they had those cinnamon ones, the little small ones. They looked like a little mini French toast, and there were four mm-hmm. on one thing, and you split it apart. Oh I yeah, used to I remember. Those cold, just Ew. like frozen. <laughs> I just take them right out the freezer and just like suck on it for a little bit, and then bite it. That's nasty. <laughs> no, it's not nasty. I mean, you still got the taste of it. Like the if I wouldn't do that with a regular waffle because you couldn't put syrup on it or whatever, and there's no flavor. But anyway, I want to shout out Ego because. I had to borrow some waffles from shout out uh, Julian, a.k.a. Big J. And he lives a few doors down from me, a.k.a. probably a 20 minute walk. So what I did was I ran over there. But when I started running, I didn't realize it was going to be uh, 35 degrees outside. So what I did was I had to run over there. I got the waffles. However, I didn't get a full pack. I only got four waffles. So here I am walking around downtown Fort Worth with four frozen waffles in my hand freezing my hand is so cold but the waffles are staying frozen right right and then i was thinking about this i was like wait these waffles are out in the open air what if microbes get on the waffle what if i get like aids or something from the waffle or even worse covid then i thought wait a minute what if this is how covid started what if somebody had frozen waffles the covid particle was just floating around in the air and somebody was walking (laughs) around with waffles out and then it got on the waffle (laughs) the bat the bat that started COVID ate the waffle. Then somebody ate the bat. <laughs> I think Ego is the one that started the COVID virus. I don't think it started from a waffle. <laughs> it could have. I don't know. That's my conspiracy theory. I'm a conspiracy theorist now. I've decided. Really? Yeah. So I think I think there's some some interesting play here. Uh, or maybe it was Ego's competitor that planted the COVID on an ego waffle. And that's how it started. So they wanted to bring Ego's competitor. Oh, you know who it would be? Aldi brand waffles. (laughs) All ties together. It all ties together. Aldi's is the true perpetrator of the pandemic. Wow. Anyway, that's my, that's my thought on ego waffles. So that's, thank you to our sponsor for this episode, ego and Aldi's. Uh, Do I have anything else on there? Hopfin. Who's top? top that's that's BP's fish food. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I've added it on there. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Do you need to replenish top fin? 
food? At this rate, I might. <laughs> I was about to say eight pellets. Eight pellets is not that much. I don't think. Remember the one flyer that said feed him for three, three minutes straight. Wait, and see how much he eats. Three, wait, wait, three minutes straight. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? It means you just keep dumping until he stops eating. So you like dump some and then he eats and then you keep dumping more. Yeah. So I think eight pellets is respectable since he eats all of them except like four. Then what was the thingy that we were talking about last week? That was on the actual fish food. Uh, it says three pellets in the morning, three at night. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was one and one to two pellets. Yeah. And then I added them together to make three. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a fish. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are we ready to get into the movie? We talking about a shark tale? <laughs> shark tale. <laughs> yes, Finding Nemo. Here we go. Um, all say. right, yes. So today, because you guys voted, we are going to talk about the OG Spider-Man. This came out in 2002, so it was kind of before the MCU and things like that. Uh, even before some of the DC stuff, such as Dark Knight. Really, all that came before it was Blade and uh, the first X-Men movie, as well as the Superman from the 1970s, as well as Batman from 1989. So those are kind of the first, you know, movies, superhero movies before this one. So Spider-Man was really one of the first on the scene, especially kind of the iteration that we're used to now at the MCU and things like that. And he's also made a comeback in, in the new one. Spoiler alert, No Way Home. Tobey Maguire's back in action after 20 years, but We'll talk about that later. But yeah, so it's kind of interesting to go back all the way to the beginning for Spider-Man. This was directed by Sam Raimi. This was uh, Sam Raimi did, I believe, Evil Dead back in the 80s. Um, he hasn't done too much. He's not high profile stuff. However, I didn't know if you knew this, Alex, but he's actually going to be attached to the new Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse of Madness. So Ooh. he's going to be, I think, a director or a producer or something on that movie. So that's he's pretty bringing... cool how it all it comes full circle because <laughs> he did the OG Spider-Man and now he's doing a new Doctor Strange. He's going to bring Toby into yep. Doctor Strange. Toby. There you go. There you go. Doctor or Toby Maguire is going to be the new Doctor Strange. That's yeah. my prediction. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so you know, like we just mentioned Toby Maguire is the lead. He's Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man. He plays the role excellently, I think. I mean, we can dig into it later on when we actually talk about the movie. Then we have his partner in crime well not partner in crime but kind of his his uh his crush his celebrity crush uh mj mary jane watson she's played by kirsten dunst who i gotta be honest i have a man crush for is it classified as a man crush if they are female or is it just a crush i think it's just a crush so i it's not because i'm a man and i'm <laughs> crushing on someone i think if it was a man crush you'd be man crushing on peter parker Right. So I don't have that. I have a <laughs> you would have crush. a just a well, people don't refer it as like a woman crush. It's right. just crush. It's just regular crush. <laughs> yeah. All right. So regular crush. She was my first <laughs> love. She was my first love. Kirsten does. Her and Padme from Star Wars. So uh, just throwing that out there. But yes, so Kirsten Dunst plays MJ Watson. Then we have the villain, the big bad, who most of you probably saw this year as well. Willem Dafoe plays Green Goblin, who also made a comeback recently. So it's great to see him. I mean, he's he's just got that jaunty face anyway that looks like a villain. So his 
his his alter ego, you know, his regular self, and then also his villain side. It, it plays perfectly within each other because they play schizophrenics. And, you know, so he's kind of talking to himself. He has great monologues in this movie. So excellent performance by him. Then we have Mr. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, a.k.a. J.K. Simmons. That's kind of a mouthful. There's a lot of J's in there. Anyway, he is kind of the boss of the Daily Bugle, the, where Peter eventually gets a photography job. So, you know, he kind of uh, is the boss. But J.K. Simmons, a.k.a. J. Jonah James, Jameson, hates Spider-Man for some reason. I guess, I don't know, he's jealous of him. It's not really made clear. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But yes, and so then we have a few other people. We have Uncle Ben and Aunt May, who is a severe downgrade from the new one. I don't know what happened there. Alex sent me a text that said, why is May literally a boomer? I mean, <laughs> to be fair, compared I think she is a boomer. The, uh, compared books. to the, uh, what was it? The um, MCU Aunt May? Like, <sighs> there are total differences. Um, but oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so uh, Marissa Tomei plays the new May. And so this one is played by I don't even know. Old lady number three. What is her name? Let's see here. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Wow, we're very prepared. <laughs> speed run, speed run, speed run. I'm trying to find I'm it. Look, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look. Rosemary Harris. Rosemary Harris. Yep. Yep. She plays Aunt May. I like I like Aunt May in this one. She has a bigger role than I think she does in the MCU version. Really? Like the MCU one just kind of floats around a little bit. Honestly, like Aunt May is 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 Peter's real role model in in the OG. I didn't I didn't get that feeling. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I mean I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. So then you have our good boy Uncle Ben. No, not the rice one. <laughs> Uncle Ben Rice. <laughs> Completely burnt, different Uncle Ben. Burnt rice fire in the apartment. <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. That's a throwback. Burnt rice almost burnt the place down. Oh, man. Anyway, yes, Uncle Ben is in this, and he's played by Cliff Robertson, Rip and Rest. I think he's dead. I don't know. I saw it on a YouTube comment. But anyway, let's see some other characters. Did I leave anybody out? Oh, yes, Harry. We have Harry. You put Harry Potter here. Also, I just want to say something here. So we list out the characters in our notes for the episode. Why is Peter Parker fifth? <laughs> is he not the main character? Spider-Man is literally the fifth character named. Look, I was just going through them. Whatever came up to my my head the fastest. I mean, obviously, I know Peter Parker's Spider-Man. <laughs> but <laughs> so here, here's what we have. Here's what we have. We, we have, have the Flash I have, first. <laughs> I, I put the Flash, LOL. <laughs> um, DC is also in this uh, in this movie. <laughs> So we got the Flash, and then we got Harry Potter, and then we got Mr. Osborne slash Green Lantern. <laughs> the this is a DC crossover. The the the, uh, the Bugle. That's J.K. Simmons, Peter Parker slash Spider Man, Uncle Ben, Aunt May, Bonesaw, <laughs> Bonesaw, aka Macho Man Randy Savage. And then, oh, I didn't even put down. Uh, you did not even put down. I, Harry I, I, didn't, I didn't put MJ. Yeah, <laughs> My that's bad. sad. But you put the Flash, aka Flash, who was the bully in the movie. You put him first, who shows up in three scenes. Not even okay. Yeah, maybe three scenes. Yeah, maybe three scenes. 
and you put the flash for it. He left the most impression on you. <laughs> I want to be the flash. <laughs> Do you have a man crush on the flash? The flash. I just want his car. <laughs> you want his car? Oh yeah. His car. All right. I'll be honest. I didn't even see his car in this movie. They barely showed it. It just, yeah. it just looked like a cool car. From the, did the it moment. look like Dominic Toretto's car? It, it was like some sports convertible. So it did look pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got through the characters. <laughs> All right. All right so jump into the action. Let's go. Yeah. So basically, you guys know the origin story. <laughs> so this is Spider Man. And let's see here. What do you have? Oh, you have lunch fight first. Oh, I see. I see. Lunch yes. fight. So basically, Spider Man, aka Peter Parker, is on a field trip. And he gets bit by a radioactive spider. And he doesn't know it's radioactive. He just gets bit by a spider. And he just kind of goes home and shrugs it off. Doesn't go to the hospital, the school nurse, or anything like that to check it out. He just kind of goes home. He lives with his Uncle Ben and Aunt May because he's an orphan. According to the comics, I, I looked this up before. His parents died in like a plane crash or something. Uh, so really morbid stuff. But So he lives with his boomer aunt and uncle. And they are you know, kind of taking care of him. And so Peter Parker, he's a high schooler. Everyone knows this origin story, I feel like. Like, this is one of the most recognizable origin stories. I think it's just pretty much everybody knows about it. But yeah, so he gets bitten by a radioactive spider, and all of a sudden he has these abilities so he can start climbing walls and shooting white sticky substances out of his body. And, you know, all of these different things that he can do. He has the spidey sense where he can sense things before they happen. So one of the first scenes where we get to see this. So this is kind of like a, an expedited plot here. So he's at lunch at high school. And and this is what are you talking about? The scene where he catches the tray that slash the whole. Yeah, yeah. pretty much starts. Oh, no, no, no. Does he catch? No, he does catch the he does catch Mary Jane in this whole yeah, scene, right? Yeah, okay. so he's sitting so it's there and, and yeah, Mary Jane's walking by with a tray of food and mm -hmm. she slips on spilt orange juice. I don't know why she didn't see this orange juice, <laughs> but she slips on this orange juice and the tray goes flying upward. Peter is sitting right there. He catches MJ, also catches the tray, also catches all the food that is falling. Now, mm -hmm. I want to give a fun fact about this. I think most people know this from a viral TikTok, but Toby Maguire actually wanted to do this scene practically. So it took them 156 takes to get this right. Whoa. It took 16 hours to do this. For that one scene? For the one scene, for the one catch of all the food landing on the plate perfectly. <laughs> 156. I would, I would honestly hate Toby Maguire if he made us reshoot the scene 156 times. He'd be like, he's like, he's like, again, I got to get it right. Again, <laughs> again. He's like, you're never going to get it. <laughs> the director's like, you know, we can just do this in CGI. No, it has to be real. I'm Batman. So, yes. Yeah, so, everything. yeah. So fun fact, that's a real scene. So then, you know, a little bit more happens and, and Peter accidentally shoots a web at lunch at another tray of food, flicks mm. it towards him, ducks. It goes behind him and it hits none other than Alex's favorite character in this movie, apparently. The, the Flash. Flash. <laughs> yes. His name is Flash. And so he's kind of the school bully. He's also semi-dating Mary Jane somehow. I don't know. It's not really made that clear. But and so then Peter kind of walks away because he's like, I don't want to be in this. And then Flash kind of follows him out to the hallway where we get our first action scene, quote unquote. This reminded me of I don't know why it reminded me of when Dominic Toretto and Brian 
they're fighting in the first Fast and Furious. Remember when they're fighting outside yeah, yeah. of the like Dominic's diner or whatever, or the like the oh, shop? Oh, he was fighting not Dominic, but he was fighting like the uh, the other guy. Oh yeah, that's right, the other street guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I Brian was name. fighting someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dominic, you know, Dom went out and yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. Uh-huh. It reminded yeah. me of that. It's just kind of like this this raw fighting, like just school bully, like punch punch, except with the twist, mm-hmm. because. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, can now dodge things. He can see things before they happen and kind of dodge them. And um, this was a really good fight. I got to say, this was like his first his first foray into testing out his powers. And so eventually he grabs, you know, there's a lot of punching and and, and dodging, but, but, but Peter manages to grab Flash's wrist and like bend it back a little bit. And then uh, he does throw one punch. He's one punch man. He punches... Flash and Flash goes flying across the, the school hallway. This is a this is a good scene. I like this. Uh, I mean, it kind of sticks with you, you know. So yeah, would you? Did you have anything else to say about that one? Yeah. Um, so like right before the uh, like when they start brawling in the uh, um, in the hallway, so they they have like these like little close ups slash camera shots mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you can see like the spot. Like if you had like a point of view of the spider sense of like it, it like emphasized like he could listen and hear like very very like specific details so like he heard like a fly like flying but and it, it shows like the camera um like zoomed in on it flying and then there's like another one where like some some high schoolers like shooting a spitball they like zoomed up and like uh emphasized that shot that was cool and so, yeah, the uh, the effects of um, trying to emphasize how cool the Spidey senses were, like, in, like showed the first time here. And then, like, the whole time when uh, the Flash is throwing punches, it's all, like, in slow-mo. And so, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, this is, uh, this is pretty cool. I'm pretty, um, pretty, like, strong and, like, actually powerful. So, yeah, I, I love... I love the first part of seeing all the spidey senses coming into action. And so, yeah. And then we also get to see, uh, like, Peter was, like, doing some flips around some guys, too. And so, yeah, he, did, he didn't held back. He was uh, he was being the real Spider-Man. Yeah, no. And then, uh, you know, Harry and MJ are also there. You know, Harry is Peter's best friend. And then MJ is, you know, the love interest or whatever. But they're also there. And Harry's like, oh, cool, man. That's badass, bro. And then MJ is just kind of like, you know, because she's technically dating Flash at the time. Right. Also, she goes through a lot of guys. She goes through three guys in one movie. She does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so. So that happened. And yeah, I, I, I like that. It's kind of our first and it's also Peter's first time like, well, maybe I am capable of fantastic things. So right after this, there's a little bit of plot. So he kind of tests out his web and he does a few things such as, you know, he's trying to figure out what that exact hand thing is. And then also he just shouts things like up, up and away web and things like that. And he also says Shazam yeah he says shazam i you know we didn't plan this on on purpose but yes we did no we didn't it's it it, it, he says shazam which is you know a previous week's episode but yeah i thought that was kind of a funny nod to the dc universe i don't think you could get away with that now i don't know if marvel could do that but i don't think so either yeah Mm -hmm. but i mean back then it was kind of open door whatever you know Mm -hmm. so 
but he was doing up, up and away and, and things like that. That was kind of a funny scene. I don't know if you like that, but. Oh, no, I, I thought it was funny. And then yeah. when he said Shazam, I was like, whoa. I know. <laughs> we Shazam's in it. the MCU confirmed. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so then, you know, he tests it out. He eventually gets it right and he kind of swings across to another building and then he just smashes into the building. So that was, <laughs> that was, a, that was a funny scene. Yeah. And so he, you know, there's, there's some more of that. And then he sees an ad in the paper for, Three thousand dollars. If you, you know, if you, if you're in this wrestling match with Bones, all oh, then you, you for three minutes. Oh, just kidding, just kidding. Huh? No, no, no. Keep going, keep going. Oh, Something oh, came oh. up. No, no, no. Keep going. Okay. Was I was I off track? No, no, no. I okay. um, I I can implement that into the scene with Bones, all <laughs> Bones, all Yeah. So so if he lasts three minutes in the cage with Bones, all he gets three thousand dollars, and it said colorful characters wanted. So he goes to this. So before he goes to this, you know, he tells his aunt and uncle, oh, I'm going to school or whatever. And then Uncle Ben's like, hey, I'll drive you. Uh, I've got good legs or whatever. <laughs> and so he so he drives Peter to school and they have this little argument. But this is the important part. This is where Uncle Ben tells Peter the most probably one of the most famous lines in movie history. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And of course, Peter being a teenager, quote unquote, which even though he looks 30, he says to Uncle Ben, you're not my you're not my dad or whatever. And then he gets out of the car and that's kind of, you know, where they leave each other. It's an argument. And so Peter leaves Peter. So Uncle Ben thinks Peter is going to school, but Peter is actually going to that cage match. So he goes to this kind of dingy wrestling hall and signs up to fight bones all. So and this is it's kind of strange that it's during the day. Like oh yeah, the morning. It's <laughs> well, eight a.m. in the morning. Well, I don't know if it'd be that early. Maybe. Well, it's that's like... the time you would go to school, right? So he goes directly from school to the wrestling match. Well, he said he was going to go to the library. I think. So he was like, "Hey, I'm going to go to the library." He wasn't going to school. No, he wasn't going to school. No, he's going. He's to going the to library. the library. Yeah, but who goes to the library? <laughs> mm, okay. Well, another clue is Uncle Ben was having breakfast. Oh, was he when they left? I thought he was uh, just sitting on the couch reading the newspaper. I think he was eating at the, <laughs> at the kitchen table with newspaper. He was oh. eating uh, an egg, egg sandwich, two he eggs. Was, he's he eating... was drinking orange juice at yeah. a respectable time, not at dinner time, <laughs> but in the morning. Maybe he so got I'm it just saying, I don't know why it. there's a wrestling match at 9 a.m. <laughs> it's it's but whatever puts your boat. It's entertainment. You have to... You have to provide entertainment 24 hours, 24 hours a day. True. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, did you like, did yeah. you want to? Yeah. So yeah, we get, <clears throat> we get uh, Peter Parker now, you know, he's registering for um, the, uh, the wrestling match. And it's funny. The lady's like, you know, you're not, we're not liable if you do get and will get injured, blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, just sign me up. <laughs> uh, so when he's about to actually go into the uh, the wrestling ring, uh, I forget I forget what he's the, the human spider. The human spider. <laughs> the announcer was like, "Bro, that's a lame name. I'm not going to use the human spider." He was like, "You have to use it. That's my name." And then the the announcer is like, "And here comes the amazing Spider Man." And Toby was like, "I ain't going. He he didn't use my name." <laughs> 
<laughs> the human spider. But that's how the Amazing Spider-Man name actually uh, sticks with um, Peter Parker. And so, yeah, so now we get Bonesaw versus Spider-Man, which is probably the best fight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's kind of it's kind of unique because this is uh this is peter parker's very first uh spider-man uniform and so i think he's wearing like blue sweatpants um he has like a red ski mask on um and he has like a t-shirt long sleeve t-shirt with like a spider on him and then he has like gloves so it's very uh makeshift but that's his uh spider-man like that's his official spider-man uh uniform as of right now and so, um, yeah, he is now in the rink with Bonesaw uh, and like the cage that like the, the whole rink gets like caged up as well. So that's cool. Um, he's like, oh, what is this cage match? Um, but so the fight officially starts and pretty much the, the first couple of moves that Spidey uh, performs, he actually uses his web and he, he like uses a web and he like um launches himself up onto the cage and he's kind of just chilling on the cages and so which which is kind of weird because i don't think anyone said anything about that as well they just thought he's maybe just jumped onto the cage <laughs> um, yeah that's true nobody really batted yeah it was just like, like no oh, okay he's anything. on the top of the cage now We're no good. one no one no one questioned like what, what just happened because <laughs> then again it is wwe so it could be just all like you know effects and stuff like that yeah, true um, it could be cgi yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah so first couple moves you know we have some um kicking around spidey is you know just jumping around and everything and so bone saw i think bone saw comes with a couple scenes he has like props so he has like a crowbar and he has like a a chair that he just like knocks out spidey like in the head but um spidey is able to uh, recover from it and then I, I kind of forget what kind of happens because all I remember, I just wrote down, you know, Spider-Man just kicks Bonesaw a bunch of times and then eventually just wins because uh, he knocks out Bonesaw because he like um, runs into the edge of the uh, of the ring and just uh, passes out. I can't remember what else just happened in this scene besides him just kicking him around. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, he he shot the web at one point, but, you know, that like you said, it was to get up to the top. And then he just kind of uh, he he taunts mm-hmm. own Saul from the top. He says, oh, did your husband make that shirt for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so. So, yes. Yeah, so then, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, he, okay, it, okay. It, it's rudimentary because he doesn't have his stylized fighting style yet. Right. So it's just kind of very chunky and blocky so it 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 kind of is still in the same vein as his fight with flash it's just kind of you know just punches and kicks you know doesn't know how to use his webs like he will later on in the movie to kind of help him out but yeah so bonesaw is now dead uh spider-man actually kills bonesaw (laughs) no he doesn't but he uh, so bonesaw is knocked out and so spider-man peter parker goes to collect his reward for the fight and the guy is like i'll give you a hundred bucks and then peter says well i was supposed to get three thousand and the guy was like and he had a point if i'm being honest he had a point he was like well you were supposed to last three minutes in the cage with bone saw and you only lasted two he was like yeah but i knocked him out he's like hey that's (laughs) not my problem and that's very important and so then peter just kind of walks out 
doesn't stick up for himself with a hundred dollars. And we see this guy walk past him with white hair. He's kind of looks like Albert Einstein looking. He's got white hair spiking up. And so this guy, the white haired guy walks past Peter, you know, and he goes to this, you know, it's kind of like, like down a hallway. And so the guy with the white hair holds up the people counting the money in the back room for this wrestling match. And there's a whole bunch of cash on the table and, you know, he holds him up. And then once he gets the money, he starts running back, you know, in Peter's direction, Peter's about to get on an elevator and instead of stopping the man from escaping, he lets the mugger or the, you know, what, what do you call that? A robber. robber. He lets the robber yeah. in the elevator and the guy in the elevator says thanks to Peter, who's just kind of standing there. The guy who was talking to Peter before about the money runs up and there's a cop also that says, you just let him go. And then the guy with the money comes up and he says, why did you just let him go like that? <laughs> and then Peter says the line, I forget the part where that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of being salty about only getting a hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. this is a, a, a fact of life that it's kind of a life lesson that you need to pay people what you promise them. So not, don't, don't screw them over with some bad shady deals, including some, some flipping misadventures. So Alex, I don't want to, you know, I think you should just be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Like my, like my recent flip. <laughs> Your recent flip that you met in a shady parking lot. It was not. Lights were flickering. It was not a shady parking lot. It was a perfectly public parking lot. <laughs> All pub, our pocket parking lots are public. I know, but like this wasn't shady. It was like, I mean, there's people around and stuff like that. So yeah, shady people. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is my co-host has been hanging around parking lots way too much. <laughs> He's becoming one of the shady people. He opens his trunk and he has like just a bunch of random furniture and stuff. Hey, I'll flip this to you. He's smoking a cigarette. Oh, I'll flip this to you. I need to get a flip. Um, so following that scene, <laughs> following that scene. So it's actually a very pivotal moment because um spidey is you know he's like going back home he's gonna meet uncle ben back at the drop-off location and here we get to see like um like there's this like rowdy crowd um huddling like someone and so and it turns out to be uncle ben who has been shot um and spider-man comes or peter parker he he he's like in disbelief he's in frustration he he's he's all emotions and he is um actually going to go after the the killer and the killer um as we eventually know is the uh actually the robber who actually was just in the same building with him and so the robber actually took uncle ben's car as well i'm pretty sure and so he overhears that the police are like oh mugger in pursuit southbound or something like that and so this is when peter starts to go parkour <laughs> around the um peter parkour yeah peter parkour um <laughs> around the city he he um actually finds the car that is like escaping so he actually takes a couple of times and he like punches through the car um like the the top of the car and he punches through the car to like try to get a hold of them uh the robber that was and, crazy yeah and then, like, you know, he's he's doing that a couple times. And then there's a scene where he actually jumps over a bridge to jump back onto the hood of the car. Um, he eventually 
jumps in front of the car and punches through the window and that's another cool scene and then eventually the car crashes into a uh like a gate to this like abandoned warehouse or or construction building Mm -hmm. and so yeah and so uh peter actually um like so the robber actually goes up like this abandoned building he's like who are you who are you uh and, and peter um there's like the signature spider-man um like hanging from the web upside down uh, yeah if you yeah. guys you guys probably all know like if you see a picture of that that's like his like one of his signature um one of his signature moves and so yeah he like hangs upside down from the web and then he like flings back up and then eventually he meets the guy one-on-one and he just realizes oh this is the guy from um this is the guy from the uh the wrestling ring who just uh stole all the money and so yeah he uh he brings a knife out the knife really doesn't do anything to peter peter kicks the knife into the wall um and he is very furious Peter is about to like murder this guy. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's about to go spider ham on this guy. Oh yeah, he's about to, you know, he's about to um like commit third degree murder on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he um pretty much like doesn't stand a chance. He like he catches one of his punches and he like snaps his arm. I think he snaps his arm. Um I can't remember if it was his arm or his, his wrist. But he like pretty kind of like pretty much breaks something in his arm, and eventually, uh, the guy is like stumbling. He like trips over a pipe and actually falls out the window. So he technically didn't murder him. He kind of he kind of killed himself. <laughs> yeah, it was it's kind of iffy. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how Spider Man kills people. It's just by accident. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, but, he yeah. would have killed him regardless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would have easily killed him, but he just you know let him kill himself, and you know that kind of shows all his rage. And um, yeah, we get to see a different side of Spider-Man, who's mm-hmm. um, now like even though he did get revenge on uh, for his uncle, like it didn't really change anything. Um, and so yeah, now we have superhero Spider-Man slash. Um, good slash bad spider-man as well so yeah eventually we get to see spider-man he um eventually develops into this neighborhood spider-man there's scenes where he actually has a now spider-man suit so his suit does evolve into like the spandex and like full-on mask and um where did he get that yeah it didn't show where he got it that's the thing he kind of just like made it or something how does a high schooler knit that well i mean i guess <laughs> aunt may made it taught him i don't know yeah that's all she does all day knits and so yeah and so pretty much um little plot like not really significant things but just like um little plot points here and there spider-man is now the friendly neighborhood people are starting to get traction of who he is he starts to appear in the uh, newspaper as well so the Daily Bugle, um, they are going like crazy to get pictures of Spider-Man. And so, because um, like anything with Spider-Man sells out on the newspaper. And so that's like their main target of uh, trying to find photographers who actually has pictures of Spider-Man. And actually, Toby actually applies for a job and um, 
he actually provides photos to the Daily Bugle. He's like, hey, uh, I actually have photos. Um, can I start working? And I think he gets rejected at first, but he like starts freelancing for the Bugle. And so, yeah, and then Oscorp actually gets um, sold, I believe. Oh, no, 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 no. Oscorp doesn't get sold. He um, it gets like a contracted with the military for like uh, military supplies, and then then it gets into a process of Oscorp getting sold, um, and so that's how the Green Goblin actually forms as well. We actually missed the point of how <laughs> the Green Goblin gets started. <laughs> yeah, so the Green Goblin, aka Norman Osborn, who's the head of this Oscorp Corporation, which is kind of a technology. He's kind of the Elon Musk, or if you will, of 2002. I guess yeah. you could call it. So the Green Goblin, well, no, actually, no, not yet. Norman Osborn is who's Harry's dad, you know, Peter's best friend. He is testing out this kind of steroid. It almost looked like a super soldier serum, you know, like Captain America type stuff. And so he was testing it and he tested it on himself. And what it does is the side effect is it causes hysteria and insanity. And so this is where his, you know, Norman Osborn's alter ego of green goblin comes from because he kind of talks to himself and there's a good literally a a dr jekyll and mr hyde type situation where it's a bad and a good person in the same body so and you know he ends up killing one of the scientists there who was helping him and it's just it it leads it it kind of builds on itself so then at another point in the movie this is still we're still in the same time frame you know so it's i believe it's right after uncle ben gets killed he green goblin is, is seen for the first time in his suit because at this point he has his glider and things like that, which he's also been testing with Oscorp because that's what they do and they're building things for the military. But he actually blows up some military testing sites. Oh, yeah, that's right. Goblin suit and mm-hmm. his goblin bombs. And so he blows that up because they're kind of competition and they're outsourcing to a different company. So now, mm-hmm. so he wants Oscorp to obviously be the supplier of the U.S. military. And so they they are because he knocks out the competition. <laughs> so that leads to Norman Osborn actually being kicked out of the company. It's unclear how, but I think it's just kind of to fuel his anger as a plot point. So now Norman Osborn's pissed at his company that he got kicked out and things like that. I still I think he might be still involved, kind of like a Steve Jobs Apple situation where even though he got kicked out, he's still kind of <laughs> in there. So so yeah, so so that happened, and so. This is kind of leading. It all compounds on itself. So it's kind of Norman's side of the story as well, which is really, you know, intriguing, too, because, you know, here's just this guy, this millionaire who, who makes, you know, technology and all of a sudden he's bad. But it's a it's a, like a solid villain origin story, too. So keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I do want to mention, you know, uh, before we we move on to the Oscorp Festival, I just want to say one thing about the uncle Ben's killer scene where they're in the abandoned house and he's, you know, he did the upside down thing and, and things like that. I think this is the moment in the movie where it shifts. Like you said, it shifts for Peter. There's a line where the guy says, give me a chance. And then Peter says, what about my uncle? Did you give him a chance? And that was like, that sent chills. I mean, that was a good line. This is one of, Toby Maguire's best performances in the movie, just like that rage. I mean, you're this is this kind of shows that Spider-Man and Peter are capable 
of doing some bad things. So it's really drives the point home that Uncle Ben made of great power comes great responsibility because, you know, he's capable of a lot of nasty stuff that he could do, but he chooses not to. And that's what makes him a hero. So I think that's we really have to pinpoint that scene as far as kind of the, the crux of the movie. It kind of flips after that. So. But yeah, so now we can move on to the next action scene, which is the Oscorp World Festival or something like that. I don't know. It's some type of um, hippie kumbaya stuff where it's all the countries coming together. World Day or whatever in New York and Times Square, actually. They've got the big CGI balloons and things like that. And they the people, the Oscorp board members are up on this precipice and they're up on, you know, in classic. I don't, I don't know what you a balcony, a patio, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, balcony. Mm -hmm. And so they're up on this balcony, kind of in this old historic building up that's overlooking Times Square. Peter Parker's there taking pictures of everything because that's it's a big event in the city and lots of people are there. And so, yeah, so we get this this image of, first of all, Harry and MJ are going out now, apparently. So that's a fun little development. So now this kind of adds a little little twisty disty with Peter and Harry's relationship here because now it's like oh Harry's going after his girl or whatever so but then you know so they're out there as well they're up on the precipice of this you know the balcony and Peter's down below with all the normies and the regular people not Norman Osborne just normies and he's with the people and he's taking pictures and um, he all of a sudden gets this spider sense you know, he gets this classic sense where it kind of zooms in on his face and he's like, what's going on? You know, and then he, if from the distance, you see this glider come in. I like this entrance. I think this is really cool. So basically GG green goblin fly. You can see, don't, you don't see him very clearly. And so he starts flying and you see the smoke trail and the board members are like, Oh, that's new this year. And you know, all the people are like, Oh, look at that. It's a flying, whatever, you know, I don't know what they would think it is. It doesn't look like a jet or it doesn't look like anything. I don't know why, you know, anyway, but they see this guy flying in on a glider and everyone's like, Oh, what's, what's going on. So the green goblin kind of circles around, you know, he kind of flies through and then he circles back around. And when he comes back around, he literally has this bomb that he throws at the balcony where all the board members are, including MJ and Harry, his own son. He blows it up. And so like the windows shatter and the bottom of it kind of crumbles. And, you know, I, I think a few people probably die from that. And, and, you know, he, and then he kind of circles back around and um, MJ almost falls off like the part of it. So she's kind of stumbling. It's one of those classic, like, Oh, I'm getting ready to fall soon. She doesn't move at all. She kind of stays there and chills. And so Harry gets knocked out by a falling part of the building. So he's out of yeah. the <laughs> you can't yeah, do anything good old harry and so then 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 you know norman comes back around and he throws this other bomb now this bomb he throws it back on the balcony it literally disintegrates people mm-hmm. which i think this is the only time in the movie that's used right yep the only time so he could have used that on a lot of different circumstances as well maybe he only <laughs> had one i don't know but spider-man literally would have been toast he would have like yeah and an actual piece of toast but anyway so they they actually disintegrate you kind of get that cool image of like their skeletons and then they're kind of just like i don't know their souls leaving their bodies Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really cool another thing to mention we get to see stan lee you know he's been missing ever since he died rip and rest 2019 or whatever his last appearance was endgame but he had a cameo in this 
as one of the people down below with Peter, you know, he saved the kid, which was, which was cool. And it's good to see him back again. And so at this point, Peter's kind of freaking out. So he, he runs really dramatically and he rips open his shirt to, and we see the Superman logo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that he was uh, he's mock inspired or Superman. <laughs> yep. He goes in a phone booth and he changes in there, no. <laughs> but um, no, it's the Spider-Man symbol, obviously. So he gets out of that and then he gets in his Spider-Man suit and um, you know, he's here to help. So, gr- the, you know, Green Goblin's kind of hovering there and he sees MJ. He's like, Oh, you're pretty or whatever he says. And then, you know, Spider-Man kind of swoops in from the side and kicks the Green Goblin off his glider that was pretty cool. Um, this is kind of their first time uh, facing off against each other. And, you know, and then Spider-Man saves a few people down below. So, you know, Green Goblin falls into this tent off the glider and, he, you know, falls down. And um, and so Spider-Man say like he web shoots out because the meanwhile, the building's still crumbling and like there's a build or, you know, a balloon that's falling. And, um, you know, he saves this kid from being smushed by a balloon and then he also saves uh like a couple just literally staring up at this brick falling at them like this huge piece of the building is just falling and they're just standing there so <laughs> i think they wanted to die they wanted to go out together i don't know what I happened mean, they were I they didn't move just at all but anyway in complete shock i guess so, so. They i guess so move. but yeah, maybe we'll they did want to you know <laughs> and <laughs> right right well we'll we'll say that but anyway spidey of course <laughs> slings them out of the way in time and and there you go so we get a lot of that too so he's not just he he's kind of saving people but also trying to fight green goblin it's really cool anyway green goblin gets up he survives the fall off the glider to the ground mm-hmm. so he's he gets up these four cops are there and these four cops don't stand a chance because green goblin <laughs> literally just like punches them and they yeet across the the time square you know and he's just like it's a lot of good hand-to-hand combat here because the guns you know obviously aren't working and so they just kind of you know he punches four cops and i probably kills them right um and then he also yeets spider-man as well so he punches him across kind of the fair and he goes flying and then green goblin gets his his glider back and he um, tries to go back up to the balcony again and he gets spider-man and he literally just kamikazes himself right at the building and Spidey goes in the window and all the glass shatters. And that was a really cool scene. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Glass shatters on MJ and then MJ is about to fall. There's just a lot of stuff going on in this scene, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. And, and so then, um, you know, Green Goblin is about to, I believe. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. I forgot where he starts to shoot Spider-Man too. Spider-Man's running on the ground, remember? And he... Green Goblin gets his glider back and starts shooting him. That was pretty cool. Although he misses every time. Right. Is that and, the scene and we're like two starts... feet apart from each other. Is that the scene when he starts jumping onto the uh, hot air balloons? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was say, I was like, where, where is the detail where he's uh, jumping on the air balloons? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, did you want to take that part? Too? Oh, yeah. So when he starts jumping onto the air balloons, uh, he, he's literally jumping onto the hot air balloons like, He's not web slinging onto them. He's actually jumping from one to one to one. And then eventually Green Goblin, um, he like catches him in like uh, slams him into the uh, the wall of the building. And so um, Spider-Man's actually kind of like pinned into the wall. He's like 
like his back is facing towards Green Goblin. So he can't really do much. And Green Goblin's just like, you know, he's just like punching him from the behind. And eventually Spider-Man's able to like turn around, make some quick moves. And um, he like he's able to like get off the glider as well. Um, because they're like both standing on the glider, and that's where like Green Goblin's um like beating him, and then Spidey jumps off slightly, and then he like he grabs the uh the glider and he like he like rips like parts of the glider mm-hmm. out of it, and that's when the glider starts like to malfunction. That's yep. when he um starts uh flying all over the place, and so he is. I, I, there's there's I, there's like one signature line he says, but uh green goblin says like oh this won't be the last time you see me or something like that Um, i'll get you (laughs) spider-man yeah yeah and so yeah but when that's all taking place mj is still you know she's still hanging off the edge of the uh the balcony thingy and so um she actually falls and then uh spidey comes in and you know he's like saves the day and you know i i can't remember no, no, he like he web slings to the top of the balcony and like mm-hmm. catches her, and then then he, he kind of bungee jump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he saves her, and then he doesn't just place her down. He just like starts slinging. He her. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he starts slinging everywhere, and he's like, "Yo, where is this guy going?" <laughs> um, he actually just slings around the city and like. He goes to like some rooftop, some like nice looking rooftop as well. It's like some person's uh, like, you know, balcony backyard thing. And he he eventually, you know, drops her off. And she was he was like, oh, he, he, he was like, she was like, oh, do I know you? And he was like, yeah, I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> you make him sound so dweeby. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, um, Spider-Man does save the day at Oscorp Day. So yeah, that kind of yeah. wraps up the uh, the third action scene, and then let's see. So it kind of just like the plot kind of just continues, where you know more developments happen, and then um, there's uh, so as we talked earlier before, Spidey's like a, a freelancer for the Bugle. And this is kind of something where uh, there's like this exchange between Spider-Man and Green Goblin. But what happens is Spider-Man is talking to um, the Bugle and, you know, they're exchanging pictures and whatnot. And Green Goblin actually comes to Bugle and like blows up the office. (laughs) And, you know, like Spidey was about to leave or Peter was about to leave and then um, Green Goblin comes into the bugle and like demands to. Oh, that's I remember. He talks to J.K. Simmons and he's like, "Tell me who this uh, Spider-Man guy is," because he he just wants to end his life. And then, right before we know it, so Peter Parker was actually he like scooted off to the side, and then we see him come out from the outside into his Spider-Man, uh, into his Spider-Man uh, uniform. So, uh goblin actually like has like this special like spray that makes spider-man go to sleep and eventually it pans to a rooftop where green goblin and spider-man are kind of talking and that's where green goblin actually wants spider-man to like join him 
and like come to the dark side <laughs> and become become the the uh, the emperor and Darth Vader. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, you have a decision. If you want to join me, join me. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I, there's you know there's like exchange of like that type of talk. You know, you have like this one chance, um, and you know it kind of carries on where um, Peter Parker is like in this in the neighborhood is Mary Jane, and then. This is where Mary Jane gets some action as well, right? <laughs> oh yeah, they get some yeah. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mary Jane, um, like she works at this like diner and she's like getting off of work and it starts raining and then she actually gets oh no, Peter Parker was in the neighborhood. He's he's very stalkerish. <laughs> he's like, Oh, I just somehow was in the same neighborhood and thought to say yep. hey. <laughs> Took two buses and a cab to get here, but <laughs> What a surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mary Jane, you know, they, they kind of like talk and whatnot. And then Mary Jane goes on her own way. And then it starts like the next action scene where we see like these muggers following Mary Jane. And uh, and it starts raining. I think it just like surprisingly starts raining as well. And so Spider-Man, since he's still in the neighborhood, he actually comes around uh, oh wait, no. Mary Jane does land like three hits from the muggers. Like she like kicks a couple guys and like punches one person, but it doesn't really do anything. But and then Spider Man comes in. He you know his neighborhood Spider Man comes in, slings the guys and like web shoots webs at people, and then he like slings them into the air, and, mm-hmm. and he also throws them into the windows. <laughs> um, and then he just takes out all the guys, and then. Yeah, and so she's like, "Who are you?" Because um, I think yeah, he was fighting without his mask on. Um, and but Mary Jane didn't notice that as well. So, and eventually he like uh, escapes, and then he actually comes back. And this is where we see like this famous, uh, another famous signature Spider-Man. Um, you know what's it called silhouette. So like Spider-Man's actually like he's also upside down again. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know he's talking to mary jane um they have like this very heartfelt conversation and this is where she was like oh I'm, I'm gonna kiss you but uh she only takes like half the mask off and then they start making out and then spider-man is like the happiest guy in the world <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah i mean anything else you think from that scene is very noticeable I do. Well, yeah, I just wanted to mention, I'm glad you kind of took lead on that part because I was watching the DVD version and it's not, I can't see anything that happens during a night scene. Oh, really? (laughs) I can't. I don't know what it is. It's not formatting with my TV. Maybe I had the wrong thing plugged in, but Uh like at night I couldn't see anything. I turned up the brightness on the TV all the way. All I could hear is like the like the punches land and stuff, but I couldn't actually see what was going on. So thanks for that. But, oh yeah but i did manage to see the kiss the upside down oh. kiss that's good but nice. i i heard somewhere that it was hard to do because when it was raining it got into toby Maguire's nose <laughs> and so apparently it was a really hard scene to film Dang. So, yeah but i've i, I kind of want to do that now what upside down kiss. oh in the rain <laughs> maybe that'll be our thumbnail for this for this video <laughs> um, but yeah no that was a good scene it it was kind of 
uh, MJ and Spider-Man's first foray into each other's lives. Well, this mm-hmm. was the first time they actually, no, the second time, I guess. Second time, second time. Second time. Yeah, so it was the second time, mm-hmm. but it was the first time where they kind of shared their love for each other, quote unquote. And I don't know, it was, it was a good scene. It was very iconic. Like you can't get more iconic than the upside down rain kiss. I mean, that's like, it's classic exactly. Spider-Man. I'm pretty so. sure. I can't remember if it's in the uh, the Marvel MCU. Uh, I don't think it is Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but I'm pretty sure it's in the Amazing Spider-Man movie. Oh well, it was also a different woman in that, wasn't it? Gwen Stefani. Yeah, yeah, it's a different person in Amazing Spider-Man with um Andrew, but I'm pretty sure they put that in the in the movie, but I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen the Andrew movies. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I would like to revisit those. I've only seen the first one, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but this was this is a good scene. I mean, it, it's showing Spidey's heroism and also that he wants to keep his identity a secret, which is cool. I will say one thing uh, before we move on. I do want to mention when Green Goblin goes into the Daily Bugle, uh, J. Jonah Jameson actually sticks up for Peter. I just want to add that detail because like, Jay, because Green Goblin was asking who takes the pictures of Spider-Man. Oh, true, true, true. And he didn't even sell out Peter. He could have, because Peter was literally in the room. But yeah, he he didn't sell him out. So I, I thought that was a good detail to add for that character. It's really, really good character. So we get a little bit more plot. So it's Thanksgiving Day, and apparently somebody burnt their turkey because there's a building on fire. And now Spider-Man is trying to you know he shows up on the scene and he saves so there's like a a woman we see a woman with the police and the fire people down below and we see her face and she's like my baby's in there the baby (laughs) and so you know we get the fire we just get like a still image of like the the building burning and stuff like that and then all of a sudden we see this explosion and then who pops out but spider-man with a baby and the baby is saved, according to the notes. The baby is saved from the fire, so he will be able to have a music career later on. So, well, I, I I thought it would be funny. What if it was the wrong baby? What if what if it was like no? Because like when I was thinking of it, like when I if I, I was just thinking like what if the baby was like Green Goblin, but eventually it wasn't. <laughs> what if the baby was Green Goblin? So you're saying if the Green Goblin shrank himself? Yeah, or into or... a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. What if it was the Green Goblin? <laughs> I I totally thought that would have happened. I was like, what happens in this scene? I can't remember if he actually saves a baby or not. Because I remember something was going to happen with Green Goblin, which eventually does. Um, you didn't remember if he saved the baby? Yeah, I, I did not remember. I was like, is the baby actually real? Or is it uh, <laughs> the Green Goblin screaming? <laughs> as There a is a movie... Yeah, I, I I think there is a movie like a superhero movie or something where the baby turns out to be a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what it is. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that is. That'll drive me crazy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of so like the building's still on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is kind of funny. Like the police actually like, hey, Spider-Man, you're under the rest, under arrest, <laughs> which is kind of yeah, weird. He's doing their job, but better. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear this like scream of like, ah like from this woman and like a woman is still in the building quote unquote and he was like okay go do your job <laughs> uh but meet me back down here he was like yeah i won't be down here <laughs> and so 
yeah, he actually goes back into the the building that's on fire, and like you know this like person is in this like knitted hood hoodie, and what do you what do you know? It's actually Green Goblin. Whoa! <laughs> you could you, if you couldn't tell by like the spikiness of the head. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say there's a signature. You know that is definitely Green Goblin. <laughs> and this is kind of like a a cool fighting scene because you know you have the fire building um like the place is coming into it's like breaking apart debris is flying everywhere and so you know it kind of starts off um goblin he was like you know you kind of had a second chance or something like that and he he throws a bomb at uh spider-man things kind of shift and explode everywhere um there's some fighting involved between them you know the um it's it the bomb is actually not a bomb it like blows up but it has these little spiral things that like cut oh, you oh yeah, yeah yeah and so yeah 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 so we get like a slow mo dodge kind of matrix style mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. spidey dodging those little things yeah that was pretty cool yeah so like these little robots um they're like flying in the area and they have like knives into them kind of reminding me of like uh batarangs <laughs> oh yeah yeah and so they were um you know they were just like flying around trying to uh cut up peter parker and peter actually like knocks them out there's like slow motion where he's like limboing and he, he you know he does the limbo and they actually the two robots like kind of collide into each other and they break and then i'm pretty sure it isn't doesn't one of them cuts his arm right mm-hmm. Okay, yep, okay, his arm. okay. Yep. Yep. And so that's important because that kind of plays into the plot later. But um eventually Green Goblin does escape. Um I didn't think he like knocks him out or anything, right? They kind of he kind of just escapes the building. Well, no, no. Well, you're missing like one of the best parts is when um, oh. <laughs> Spidey punches Green Goblin, he goes flying, but then he shoots his web at him, oh. pulls him back, and then kicks him. Oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> what? No, that's that's like the best part. That was such a such a unique thing to do with his power. I, I love that. He just like punches him, pulls him back, and kicks him again. Um, but then, yeah. So, so, but the, yes, you're right. So, Green Goblin kind of gets up, and Spider Man's gone. So he escapes. So, mm-hmm. so this leads to the next plot. But it's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's Thanksgiving Day. And Aunt May and Harry and MJ are all waiting at Harry and Peter's apartment because they live together. They're roommates. And Norman Osborn's late. I wonder why he was late. And so he brought a fruitcake for Aunt May. And so, uh, yeah, so he he's invited to Thanksgiving also and to meet MJ. And he's late. So he brings the fruitcake. And then we get the scene of where Peter comes back, you know, because he has to change and get ready for dinner. And he like makes a noise because he's trying to get into his room from upstairs. And so everyone's like, Oh, Peter, are you there? So they all go up and to look, but they can't see him in a Spidey suit. So, you know, the camera pans and it shows everybody coming in the room, but the room's empty. We look up. Peter is actually on top of the building or the, the ceiling. He's kind of looking down on everyone still in his spider suit and he can't let them know that he's Spider-Man, obviously. And so they all look around and Norman's up there too. And we see the the cut from the robot. It's still bleeding. It's still bloody. And so there's a rip in his suit. And everyone kind of leaves the room, except Norman. He kind of sticks around. And then he starts to leave. And then there's a one singular blood drop that falls from the ceiling. And it lands on the floor. I, I like this scene. It was really good because then Norman 
you hear it's like a mm-hmm. that was a big drop of blood. I mean, it was, was a big drop of blood. It was it was hefty. <laughs> it was hefty. It was a big puddle. And so Norman turns around. He sees the blood on the floor somehow. I mean, I guess it was hard to miss. It wasn't hard to miss because it was a big puddle. And he, he was like, you know, he you can kind of see the green goblin side of him come out a little bit. So he looks up. Spider-Man's not on the ceiling. And it turns out that Peter had crawled, somehow crawled out of the room, gone out to his balcony and hid under the balcony because Norman goes out there and looks around for him, too. So it's that, that was a really tense scene. And then so we continue with Norman goes down and then Peter makes this entrance at the front door as if he wasn't in his room at all. And, um, you know, he's he kind of uh, he brings the cranberry sauce. He says he beat up an old lady to get it. He says that in front of his old lady aunt. No. I was kind of I would have never said that like in front of my grandma. <laughs> I never say that. Yeah, I had but to beat I, up this old woman just for this cranberry sauce. I, I murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I killed this old woman. Aunt May, she said she was your friend. <laughs> the bingo partner. <laughs> but yeah, so now they're all at Thanksgiving dinner and it's a little tense. You can tell something's wrong. There's something in the air. I, I don't know. I like this scene. This is kind of one of the best plot scenes, I feel like. Um, and so I, did you have anything else to say? I mean, really, it's all... Uh, Norman eventually with with clues and stuff because we see Peter's cut at the dinner table and it looks like the exact cut that Spider-Man had and Norman literally connects the dots at the table. He's just like, oh, I got to go. I have some business to do. And so he <laughs> he leaves. And meanwhile, in the hallway, he basically calls Mary Jane a whore in the hallway. It was kind of rough. That was a rough scene. That was because Harry tries to stop him from leaving and and. And he and Norman tells Harry, his son, he's like, well, Harry, you know, once she gets you for what she needs, she's going to toss you to the curb. You better toss her now before she does that <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, Woof. and he doesn't even try to hide it. Like everyone literally heard it. And especially Aunt May. I was like, Aunt May just heard that. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. <laughs> like you see her face and she's just like, OK. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, and so, yes, yeah, so Norman leaves dinner and then. Eventually, Mary Jane leaves dinner and Harry leaves. Dinner. I don't know. It just kind of goes from there. So then we cut to a scene where Aunt May is praying at her bedside with a picture of Uncle Ben next to her. She's eating Uncle Ben's rice. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, Green Goblin comes in from the back window. She's saying her little prayer, deliver us from evil. You know, the classic, you know, the prayer you say and whenever. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a classic Christian prayer. And so Green Goblin comes in. He's like, finish it. Deliver us from evil. Huh? Ha, 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 ha. And so he he does whatever to her. I don't know what he does to her. Maybe she just kind of has a heart attack or a stroke or something. But we, yeah, we there's, cut there's, to a scene. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like injure her or anything. I think she just like. Yeah, has a panic attack or something like that. And then she gets rushed to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. physical harm. <laughs> okay, I kind of, well, never mind. And so you wish that she got hurt. I'm not going to say that. I'm, I, I don't you know, wish like, that she got shot. I wish he pulled out a Glock. <laughs> you just, wish no. that he just blew, blew up on May. <laughs> no, I was not going to say that. <laughs> you are. Look, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm not going to say anything. Anyway, so Aunt May's in the hospital, lame, just a stroke. And 
Peter rushes over there and, you know, we, we, we get a scene where like, he doesn't connect the dots yet. I don't think, does he? No, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't yet. But, but, but okay. So when he goes to the hospital, well, that kind of just like all connects together as yeah. he starts when he gets there. Cause aunt May is like panicking. She's like, Oh, those, those yellow, scary eyes, uh, something like that. And he was like, that is Green Goblin. <laughs> oh, he's like, he's going after like my family and stuff. And so, yeah. And so I think he just uh, like, I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he just like connects with that when she says the yellow eyes, because like, you can't miss the yellow eyes. It's, it's Green Goblin. Who else could it be? And so, yeah, he, uh, he, he stays with Aunt May. You know, MJ comes to visit Peter, MJ, you know, they're they're having this very uh mushy moment together. They're they're about to um make about out to have but... sex on Aunt May's bed. <laughs> She's laying there dead in a coma. <laughs> Aunt May is actually awake to hear the whole conversation. She's a creep, by the way. <laughs> she's she's creepy. She um yeah, and so they're about to have a moment, you know, they're he he was like oh i actually know spider-man and she was like oh you do what has spider-man ever mentioned me he was like oh yeah he, he said that mj's like amazing blah 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 she's the best whatever <laughs> and she was like oh really yeah and then he was like this is kind of smooth i gotta be honest because he, he's been cringe with her most of the movie if not uh-huh. all the movie until this point because because uh-huh. Because when she asked, she was like, oh, does he talk about me? Uh-huh. And then he was like, yeah, Spider-Man asked me about you. And then she was like, <laughs> oh, well, what did you say about me? And then Peter was like, well, you know, when you look in, when I look in your eyes and the whole world melts around you, nothing else matters, just you and your hot bod. And he says, that, and she's like, really? <laughs> and then they literally, I, I didn't think this movie had, would have this in it. But they literally show like penetration and everything in this scene. And I thought I didn't know how they got away with this PG-13 rating. Like it was worse than Fifty Shades. And like Aunt May's just looking horrified. But she also kind of likes it. She's just sitting laying there in her bed. And Harry comes in. (laughs) Harry comes in. There's a fourth member of this little shenanigans going on. Harry comes in. He crock pots. Yeah, uh, Peter, and they're like, "Oh, oh, we shouldn't be doing this." <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah, because they're doing stuff, and then Harry comes in. Yeah, when I say doing stuff, they're holding hands. Yeah, all they're all they're that. doing, they're not you know, they're not getting intimate, and then you know, Harry crockpots, you know, classic Harry, Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter, God. just leave Hermione and Ron alone, okay? <laughs> yeah, so you know, kind of things as uh, develop like. It's the next day. He's gonna make a phone call. Um. Oh, Aunt May. Wait. Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. Really? No. 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 It's the same night. Oh, it's the same night. Yeah, because he's he's in bed. Or no, he's still studying with Aunt May. And it's nighttime, and Aunt May wakes up, and she's like, "By the way, I heard you and Mary Jane making out, or whatever." (laughs) And then he was like. What do you mean? He and she was like, "Yeah, you know, people. Everybody knows that you care about her." Mm-hmm. And then that's when he clicks. He's like, wait, everybody knows, including Norman Osborne. When mm-hmm. he, he, so this is where he makes the connection. And so mm-hmm. he goes to the payphone because he doesn't have a cell phone yet. That'll come like 
five years later. And <laughs> yeah. so he goes to the payphone. He tries to call Mary Jane, but all he hears is the, ah, 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 you know? And so he hangs up the phone and he rushes to Mary Jane and he finds Green Goblin. No, he finds, no, Mary Jane and Green Goblin are on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> on Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn now, this bridge. is, see, here's another problem. I couldn't see a lot during this part. The picture quality was so terrible. It was so dark. But really? I do know that Green Goblin blows up this shack right by the Brooklyn Bridge or something, or this factory, he blows that up with the bomb. Mm-hmm. He holds Mary Jane. He's ready. You know, he holds her in one. And then he manages to see this, this one of those kind of box cars that floats like a gondola. Uh, I what don't know a, what it's called, called a gondola, yeah. right? The floaty thing where you're the sky, the skyline thing. Yeah, I, I know what you're, they're called. Yeah, they're trains. So. They're actually called like, oh no, no, no the gondolas. Yeah, gondola. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 that's right. That's Wait, what's saying. the what's the boat in Italy? You know where you stand up and you you row it. What's that uh, thing? I thought that was a gondola too. Uh, look up Italian. Look up little Italy boat. Little Italy boat. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, boat Italy gondola it's the same thing yeah <laughs> wow maybe i'm a conspiracy theorist that's crazy anyway uh, so yeah one of those things not the italian boat but the the sky the gondola thing and it's just a bunch of like girl scouts isn't it is it's like it, a bunch of children was it just children or is it just civilians i thought there was just civilians I, well yeah it might it may have been the chaperones but i think green goblin was like Oh, you want to let these children die, Peta Paca, or whatever, uh-huh. Spider Man? I don't know. I thought he said children. But then again, I couldn't see anybody in it. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, yeah. So he's got, so Green Goblin is holding the wire, the cable for this gondola. And if he lets go, it's going to fall. And if he lets go of Mary Jane, she's also going to fall. Mm-hmm. And so Spider Man shows up and he gives the Green Goblin gives this big speech to Spider Man, like, oh, which one are you going to choose, Spider Man? And so he does all this stuff. And this is this is kind of a it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the old phrase where it's, you know, you have somebody. If, so there's somebody on the track. Right. And if you if you're in it, the train is split into two sections, one of the track is to hit, you know, run over the person, put everyone in the train safe or go the other way and kill everybody in the train. Which one mm. are you going to do? And it's kind of one of those decisions. So Green Goblin's like, which one are you going to choose? And apparently, why not both? Because <laughs> he lets, so Green Goblin lets both of them go. And then it's kind of slow-mo for a little bit. Peter Parker doesn't know what to do. So he swings, he runs over to Mary Jane. And he doesn't do what Andrew Garfield does and shoots her, zaps her. You know, he, <laughs> he dives after her. He does a little swan dive. Swan dives down to her, catches her, has a web swings under the bridge which all right can we be honest here how is how is mary jane falling equal with the The, gondola the gondola i feel like and i'm no (laughs) physics major but i feel like the gondola should be falling much faster oh yeah definitely (laughs) plot hole does not pass the vibe check anyway so he swings under the bridge and he manages to grab the cable of the gondola and then he zaps you know he web slings up to the top of the you know the bottom of the bridge and holds he's holding mary jane he's also holding the cable for the gondola 
And he's also holding everything up with one web, which this is the strongest web ever made. Mm-hmm. He holds that up, you know, so now he's holding there. And then Green Goblin starts to come around on his glider. And it was like, oh, no. And so he comes <laughs> over. And so doesn't he, he, he hits peter right doesn't and like mary jane falls or something i, I it was too right, dark right to so so yeah now he's he's holding on to the, the gondola in one hand and then he's holding on to the web on the other hand but the web as you can see the web kind of like gives out periodically it gradually gives out um and green goblin is like flying on his glider he's like oh shoot so he kind of he flies around like kind of circles him around and then he actually uh like uh, he actually hits Spider-Man and, and eventually um, well actually so Spider-Man actually tells Mary Jane he's like you gotta, you gotta start climbing down this cable <laughs> I can't save you <laughs> and she was like I can't do it and she, he was like don't worry I won't, I won't let anything like happen to you and it, so for some reason some, some boats is actually <laughs> below them as well how convenient <laughs> yeah I know large this boat is actually here at the same time going to the, to catch the, uh, the gondola. Um, and eventually, you know, he's, um, he, he told Mary Jane to start climbing down. So he, she starts climbing down and then uh, like green goblin hits Spider-Man pretty hard and it shakes the whole thing. So like now the gondola is like flying and then Mary Jane actually kind of like lets her grip go away um, cause she was climbing down from the, from the, um, the chain. And so she actually like flies in the air, but she somehow, somehow she's got is, spider strength too. <laughs> she is able to grab a hold of the gondola, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe she is Spider-Man. Um, yeah, and so, woman. yeah, maybe. And so eventually, you know, he, he, um, or she, she, she grabs onto the gondola you know she's hanging on there now but you know green goblin is still flying around everywhere and then eventually some brick or some some rock or something actually hits green goblin <laughs> <laughs> and and like what he so he like flies up and he's like oh what what in the world is that and it's all these civilians um and i think i think you remember the quote what, what was the quote they said Hey, you mess with one of us New Yorkers, <laughs> you get all of us. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. So too, yeah. A bunch of New Yorkers just standing on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of New Yorkers. Uh, you know, they're just like throwing a bunch of like trash and stuff like it at, at Green Goblin. And so all that is happening. The uh, the gondola gondola actually lands on the um the boat safely. So you know, how did that not sink the boat? <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean it didn't even affect it at all it, it, it did not but i think it was a barge so maybe that has something to do with it but i feel like that's yeah. a lot of weight i think so too and it was not a big boat it wasn't like super big so no. that's another like plot hole on it <laughs> i know it's like one of those um like fishing boats like you only go there to make like small trips not not to save a train <laughs> Right, like it could hold a big tuna, but can it hold a gondola full of people? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, so we get, you know, the people throwing things at Green Goblin. I will say, I do want to mention something. So this came out in 2002. I think, and this is just a theory, I think the reason they added that is because of the, actually the September 11th attacks the year before. 
I think they added that because it showed that New York is coming back and they're like stronger together. So hmm. with that perspective, I think it works in the movie because like it's kind of a nod to New York saying, yeah, we'll we'll get it. We'll get through this. So that's that's kind of my theory. I don't know if that's true, but um, it definitely would fit, you know, because it's showing how New York is strong and, you know, hmm. if they work together, they'll get through it. So kind of some historical context there. So, yeah, the. uh <clears throat> After, you know, everyone's saved and Goblin actually, I think Goblin actually just flies back down to attack Peter. But eventually he grabs Peter and they, um, this, this is this, yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? He grabs Peter and they like fly off to the uh, abandoned building, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. They fly off together to get some alone time. <laughs> so they smash into like this, this very dark and gloomy abandoned building it was uh it kind of looked like a graveyard when i when i um wrote them some notes down but it was yeah, actually I, in a building i i didn't i because i also couldn't tell what it was <laughs> from the tv <laughs> well i could tell this part this part was pretty well lit it had a bunch okay. of like br- decrepit brick walls randomly right, right. It had like vines and stuff too right it, it looked yeah like it that's was why, like grown that's why i thought it was outside but it was like yeah i think it was just because the roof was caved in Mm-hmm. okay okay so let so, in the moonlight so you get that mood lighting mm-hmm. so yeah um when they crash into the building green goblin throws a grenade and it kind of shows it explodes and then this is where it shows his um peter parker his mask actually like gets like ripped off halfway so we have like half peter half spider-man fighting green goblin mm-hmm. and so yeah this whole time Green Goblin actually is like on the upper edge. Like he lands all his punches onto Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't stand a chance. Spider-Man's actually getting like thrown around and everything too. And uh, eventually Green Goblin is about to stab Spider-Man unless I'm missing any significant parts, right? Oh, well, I just wanted to mention some of the action scenes. So I kind of wrote down it's, uh, you know, Green Goblin uses like this karate kick. And, you know, punches, punches uh, or kicks Peter into like a wall. And then eventually, so he has Spidey, you know, punches back and Green Goblin falls back and he Green Goblin's about to get up. But Peter like web slings his feet. So he falls again. Then he pulls an entire brick wall onto Green Goblin. This is before the stabby scene. Oh, I thought that was after the stabby scene. Because I wouldn't mention the brick wall thingy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did I mix up my notes here? Spidey pulls back. Spidey pulls wall down. I don't know. I wrote, so catches Goblin's knife and throws him and pulls a wall on him. <laughs> That's why oh, I so thought. Maybe it was, okay. I mean, I trust you. I don't trust my notes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Okay, you can continue with the knifey thing, knifey thing. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's just in the meantime, just like there's a lot of slow-mo in this also. And so, yeah, I... I I thought the slow-mo effects in this final scene is um, great that they implemented in this part because um, they're going hand to hand. And so it's, it's, you know, the final, the final mm-hmm. scene. So very but, yeah. evenly matched fight. I will oh, say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Green goblin seems like he has the upper hand and then eventually goblin. He's like, you know, Peter, you kind of, you know, we kind of work things out, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he like pulls out, I think it's it's a knife like within his armor. It kind of like he presses a button and then his like the knife thing. 
Yeah, yeah, the spear. It's weird looking. Yeah, it's, it's it kind of yeah, it's got like I, three prongs on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he 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 pulls that out and he's about to he's like he's literally going to stab him, <laughs> but in the face. Uh, yeah, and then Pete Peter Spidey he somehow gets this jolt of strength and he catches the the spear about to go into his body and you know that's like his like comeback he's countering now and he that's when he does the little uh super kick throws him into the wall and then he pulls yeah he web slings a wall and then he um he pulls the wall onto the ground onto green goblin um so that kind of just like crushes him (laughs) yeah i mean i i knew that wasn't the end of him though yeah yeah and then following that now green goblin is pretty much you know he's like very worn out he's beat up and he's kind of just you know he's like sitting and he's talking to peter and he this is like that's so like it kind of like switches back and forth green goblin and osborne kind of like go back and forth talking to peter um he was like oh you can you can trust me this it was it was not me i didn't murder these people this was this was osborne talking but then like green goblin was still kind of like in the in the mm-hmm. midst of him talking as well wait, wait. um before you say the rest i'll let you finish it but i do want to add a key detail before oh yeah what, what is it so so i think it, i have after he gets up from the wall uh-huh. um i put in the notes here that spider-man punches green goblin like over and over and over in the face like in the mask just like tom holland does in the new spider-man in no way home spoiler alert Ooh. it's paralleled it perfectly because remember at the end of no way home where you know that spider-man is like just punching green goblin over and over and over and over and then toby Maguire's spider-man is there holding him back from killing him mm-hmm. so it's a perfect parallel between the two movies i just kind of noticed that like they have the same kind of rage in their eyes and mm-hmm. it made no way home even more special because toby had gone through that and you know he'd gone through the exact same thing so it, it, it almost mirrored this exact scene so if you wanted to compare the two but yeah i just wanted to say that uh he he, he like landed so many punches on green goblin the same way that that tom did so good catch good catch yeah anyway all right continue sorry, sorry. all right all right uh so yeah so now what was that? Oh yeah, Goblin. Goblin was um, you know, pretty stunned and stuff. And you know, there's there's dialogue exchange between them where you know Osborne is kind of saying, you know, like like that wasn't me, that was all Green Goblin. Um, Green Goblin like pretty much took over my life. Like you can trust me, you know, you can hold my hand, <laughs> which is weird. I was like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Make out or something? <laughs> He's like, I've always like I was a I was a father figure to you. Uh, you are like a son to me. This was getting deep, and Osborne was like, you know, this was like Osborne talking slash kind of like Green Goblin trying to get. Yeah, they're merging together at this point. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, and so Peter was like, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> um but in the meantime goblin like pushes a button on his um on his wrist to uh activate the uh the glider and the glider you know is kind of like in the back you know starting back up and ah do you remember the quote that what he says right before the glider comes flying at him yeah i do what what was the quote he says oh no 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 not that what do you mean 
the right right before right before he jumps out the way. What Peter says? No, 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 Goblin. Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought you would have wrote that down. I didn't write. No, nah, I. I, I don't think I wrote it. I wrote down what he says after. <laughs> he says, "Oh, yeah, I remember that." <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what he said. He he says something to Spidey, like right before the the glider comes flying at him, and it was very. It was just like I think it was just kind of just like oh, like something like sly, like oh, this is like he thought he was gonna like end it off killing Spider Man, but. He says some signature quote. I can't remember what it was, but it was probably like, oh, this is your last day or something like that. I think no. I know what he said. Oh, what was it? He said, uh, you know, Peter, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to look it up, but I'm not finding it. G- keep talking. I might find it. Okay. Okay. So... He said some evil quote <laughs> that Mason's gonna uh, figure out, but yeah, he says his thing like his last line, and then the Spidey sense actually comes into play. Because the... oh wait, here we go. Oh, what was it? He says, "Wait, are you talking like right before? Right before the the glider comes flying at him? Godspeed, Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he says that, and then he's he's like, "Godspeed, Spider Man," and Spidey sense comes in clutch again, and you know the glider is actually coming from behind Spider Man, about to stab him, and Spidey actually jumps or backflips. Does he backflip? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. he backflips out the way of the um, of the glider coming right at him, and so. <laughs> <laughs> the glider comes right at uh green goblin and green goblin goes ow <laughs> uh, uh, but uh yeah it stabs him like in the stomach area of green goblin and you know it, it kills green goblin and eventually kind of just goes to his seat, uh, like a little bit after, where Spider-Man like brings Osborne back to his, uh, like his house or whatever, and we get to see Harry. Harry was like, "Dad," and then we get to see, um, I think, oh yeah, yeah, this was uh Peter. I'm, pre- I don't know how he didn't see Peter's face. Like I could see it. <laughs> I don't know if Harry didn't just like wasn't. I guess he was just more focused on his dad, but like. Harry sees Spider-Man bringing, he saw him bring Osborne back to his house and lay him down. And he was about to get a gun and shoot Spider-Man, but then Spider-Man just left. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, what a great ending because it, it Spider-Man didn't kill uh, Green Goblin. Once again, yeah, he, he got he, away. He, did not. He, he, he got away with murder. <laughs> he's good at it. But see, I don't think he would have killed him either. What do you think? Because I think... He came full circle from the beginning of the movie. I don't think he, like deep down, I don't think he Peter would have killed Green Goblin. I, I don't think so either, because like the way no. he's been dealing with crime and stuff, he kind of just like puts them all up in web and have the authorities arrest them. So yeah, yeah. I think he learned his lesson, and I think that it shows that the villain, like the evil, will be your own downfall. Mm-hmm. Like, because the hero, I, I don't know. I, I think Peter don't. I don't think he would have killed Green Goblin. Uh, and that's kind of 
also, you know, if we ever review Spider-Man 2, I hope we do because I, I like that one better. Um, that's my favorite Spider-Man movie besides maybe the new one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's the same way with the other one. He doesn't kill the villains. He just and he he does want to fix them just kind of like the new one, how that how that works as well. So like and plus he knows that he Green Goblin is is Harry's dad. And I don't think he would want to purposely do that to Harry. So I think there's a lot of things at play. I don't think he would have killed Green Goblin anyway. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it was a great scene. And now this kind of sets up Harry hating Spider-Man and in future installments and things like that. And also just it, it's now it's even more important that Peter Parker keep his identity secret from Harry mm-hmm. um, because that could play into something later. So but yeah. definitely one of the best kind of final showdowns. It's not huge in scale if that makes sense it's very small you know it's very just one man versus another very evenly matched fight Mm -hmm. Um, even though green goblin has all this techno stuff and bombs and things like that you know spider-man has his web so it's very even i like that but yeah and that kind of wraps up the movie the final scene is just when they're at the funeral of norman osborne and you know harry is kind of mourning the loss of his dad, but he's also pissed at Spider-Man. So, right. um, and then Mary Jane and Peter had this little exchange and Peter, Mary Jane says she loves Peter. And then Peter's like, Oh, I love you too. As a friend. So cringe. <laughs> it was, but, it was like, what? yeah, but he had to do it because he, if he, if they yeah. get too close, you just got to keep him safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think it was a good ending. It's a standalone movie, but it also could, it has threads that could be explored later on. Mm-hmm. And then it, the final shot is him swinging through New York and it, they, he repeats the phrase with great power comes great responsibility. Who am I? I'm the amazing Spider-Man. What a great ending. I love that. And so, yeah, so that kind of wraps up all the action scenes and it wraps up the movie Spider-Man 02. What a great, what a great first like origin story installment. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. Well, now we can move on to our favorite part of the movie. I think we both have the same uh, scene in mind here. I can kind of go first. I'll go first. So I think my favorite scene of the movie, besides maybe the Thanksgiving dinner scene where it was the tense of it and, you know, the blood drop dripping from the ceiling. I really like that. But I think the best scene was definitely the final fight. Maybe not the bridge part, but the actual fight is where it's just the two of them in this abandoned house where the or the abandoned whatever it is building with the vines and the the creepy moonlighting and things like that i just thought it was really good and it was just it was raw it was you know half of spider-man's mask was torn off and so you had just a bunch of good hand-to-hand combat also like karate kicks and creative use of the webs and one thing i will mention about this scene there's no music no music Mm -hmm. until Green Goblin starts giving his monologue and things like that. And it starts getting, you know, when his death is there, there's music, but like the beginning part of the fight and like halfway through the fight, no music, which makes it that much better. I loved it. It's creative use of no music. I don't know. It just, it's made it seem like the punches landed harder and, and everything Mm -hmm. just kind of felt more raw. I I like that. So that's definitely my favorite scene of the movie by far. Um, So yeah, that's my favorite part. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, um, couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, the last scene, I would say, also my favorite part. Um, you know, I, everything was coming full circle. Like, Green Goblin just really just had this hatred towards Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, you know, he um, wanted to get back at Green Goblin. So we did have a 
great showdown between the two guys. Um, you know, and then something I noticed was just like, oh, it's very more hand-to-hand combat as opposed to like the newer Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new Spider-Man movies, I would say like the Amazing Spider-Man and then also the MCU one. No, a lot of a lot of web sling in action. <laughs> uh, but no, this one, this one is just straight up beating each other up. And so yeah, I, I thought that was great. And then I think Osborne's last part, when it was kind of just um going back and forth with Goblin, you know, the final dialogue um mm-hmm. between them. Uh yeah, it was just is full circle. And then yeah, Green Goblin, the actor, it, like all his quotes just was really great at the end. And so it's really showed that Spider-Man, like the, the very first Spider-Man was a very, very, very good movie. Like if you haven't seen it, and if you're like a newer audience, I feel like our audience should have seen it by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the, the original Spider-Man, not the, uh, the newer ones, but yeah, great, great set. Um, also the location in the last scene, like you mm-hmm. said, is a dark area, but is lit by the moon and, yeah, it was just a great setting. It was very scary, but then also kind of just ended it all. So yeah, uh, last last action scene was our both favorite parts. Nice. All right. So now that we got the favorite part out of the way, it's time to get into the not so favorite part with our <laughs> does not pass the vibe check section. Now, we, we have stuff listed here, I believe. Is that correct? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't um, want to. We didn't here. really okay, list have any. one. I have one thing. I, I didn't really find a lot of things that didn't pass the vibe check for me. I was trying to really think of things throughout the movie that kind of like, eh, that was okay. Like for the most part, I thought the whole movie was fine. Like no, like little thing kind of like edged to me. <laughs> um, but like the, uh, the scene that I did put down was like when green goblin was getting, uh, he was getting like stuff thrown at him and, and whatnot on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, so Green Goblin has all those weapons in his glider. Couldn't he just like throw a bunch of bombs on the bridge and then everyone would have just collapsed? <laughs> Even Spider Man. <laughs> hey, who knows? Maybe he ran out of bombs or something. I I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> you well, should I'm have... just trying to be on the people side here. For you once, I don't have... want random civilians to die. <laughs> you should have ample amount of storage to store you know rockets and whatnot grenades and, and blow up the bridge just imagine that <laughs> oh man yeah that would not go over well but <laughs> uh, yeah so that's why it doesn't pass the vibe check i'm like come on green goblin you could have ended it right there <laughs> yeah no i yeah, i mean that's a good point too mm-hmm. but that, that is it's kind of like when you open up powers like that or weapons like that, it, this happens a lot in superhero mm-hmm. movies. I think you mentioned, like, for example, last week's episode in Shazam. Why didn't Shazam use his, his lightning, you know, lightning yeah. fingers more? You know, so I, it, it just kind of shows like if you have those powers, you got to kind of use them or if not, people kind of notice. So mm-hmm. uh, but definitely. Yeah, that's a good point. My does not pass the vibe check section is nowhere near, you know, your level. So. There is a scene where Peter and Harry are graduating high school mm-hmm. and Norman Osborn is there at the graduation for Harry, obviously. So the three of them have a little conversation and Norman says, oh, Harry, this is the first time I've gone to your graduation. I've been proven wrong or something because apparently Harry flunked all the private schools. And right. so Norman starts talking to Peter and Peter's like, or no, no, no. Norman says, 
oh, you got the science award? And then Peter's like, yeah. And then doesn't say anything else. And then there's an awkward moment of silence between him saying, yeah. And then Norman saying something else. Like, it was just, it was very awkward to me. You got the science award? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I don't know. It, it was just kind of a weird moment in the script. But other than that, I mean, there there is also some questionable dialogue between Mary Jane and Peter at the beginning, kind of. It, it, it's not question. It's just kind of cringy at times. I thought it was a little cringy. But he does redeem himself in the hospital when he's smooth and they start banging over Aunt May's body. So definitely they definitely make up for that so but that's kind of the only thing really i i don't i you know i usually nitpick yeah. movies and things like that but what is it yeah 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 you got you got the science award yeah <laughs> oh you got the science award yeah and then nothing happened it's so awkward anyway but yes yeah, so with that being said you know i didn't find much in the does not pass the vibe checks i mean i i really it's such a solid movie so i guess we can move on to the rating system this week so our nice. rating system alex did this one today it is uh we usually have a unique rating system each week and what we'll do is this week we have one out of five spidey senses so for this week, I mean, I can go first unless unless you wanted to go first, but I've kind of got my thoughts compiled. So, but I can I can go if yeah, go for it. All right, cool. My overall rating for Spider Man, you know, the original OG two thousand two, Tobey Maguire will always be my Spider Man. I can't. I mean, I like I like Andrew Garfield. I think he's fine. Tom Holland, I think he's also fine. I like this one because this one is really the everyday spider-man the problem i had with tom holland's origin the first one he had was that iron man helped him out too much mm. iron man was there all the time he had this billion dollars you know he has whatever you know he has all these uh, materials at his disposal for spider-man mm. and he basically brings them up spider-man didn't have anybody what did he have a boomer aunt you know toby didn't have anybody to help him out so I really think I like how this one's just like, oh, this one's like the gritty one. You know, he's on the streets. He's this awkward teenager who really did turn into a superhero. And you really believe he's an awkward teenager. He's not the best looking. And uh, I mean, and he's just kind of, you know, he was awkward. He was actually had cringy dialogue. Mm -hmm. And so I really like how he just feels like an everyday Spider-Man. He doesn't have anybody else helping him out. No billionaire helping him out. You know, he had to make his own suit and things like that. He didn't get a robot spider suit. So I really do like that aspect of this movie. The acting is great all around. I mean, especially the villain. This is one of the best villains I think you could ever have, especially, Ooh, yeah. and it serves great for the <laughs> origin story too, because it's, it, it, it plays even further along with the other Spider-Man movies because it's this relationship between Harry and Peter and then also Harry and his dad and then how that connects later on. So that's, I think that's a great storyline to focus on and you know, the, the, the costume for the villain, it does kind of look a little, you know, fake with the mask and things. But but I mean, just the performance of Willem Dafoe as the villain, Green Goblin. I mean, that just you can't get better than that. I don't think he's one of the best villains ever. And now that he's in the in the MCU, I think that's great, too, He's because he's now one of the best MCU villains, too. So the villain was top notch. The story was tight. The action was good. I mean, I really like even for 2002, the, the, the special effects were still great. 
I mean, you can tell when it's not him swinging the suit, but that's fine. I mean, it, it still looks great. And with that being said, I, I maybe this is nostalgia. I'm going to go five out of five Spidey senses on this one. I, I can't. I just can't give it enough praise. I mean, it's just like, it's a classic movie, you know, the upside down kiss or, you know, and the romance and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, you can't get better than that. So five out of five Spidey sense. I think there's really nothing wrong with it. Mm, Nice. Nice. Good waiting. So for me, I will have to say five out of five as well. So yeah. Yeah. So great overall movie, you know, action was spot on a lot of the good special effects. Um, I liked all the uh, slow-mo portions of the uh, movie. I thought it was great how they implemented that, like, especially during the fighting scenes. Um, And then like the, uh, the first scene where he was um, starting to learn all his senses. I thought those pretty cool like when he's fighting the flash <laughs> um getting to see the slow-mo there um and then you know kind of just seeing all the uh all the powers coming to life so all the web slinging that was cool and then just you know just the overall plot was great i i i was very invested in the movie like the the movie went by very fast to me mm-hmm. um so i had any issue paying attention to the or not paying attention to the movie i was very glued into the movie and you know um everything about the uh the the, the characters as well so like the uh the villain was great uh he's he will be you know like he is definitely a marvel villain that you'll remember for a very long time <laughs> unlike yep black widow's villain <laughs> don't remind me um yeah he he did an amazing job i and it was cool to see him in the uh the new spider-man movie so you know bringing him yeah. back and so and him having a good great role in that movie as well but yeah overall great movie could not could not uh complain besides that one part about green goblin not destroying the bridge but uh <laughs> but uh everything else yeah Action was great. A lot of um, just general hand-to-hand stuff, which is cool because um, it's different from the other Spider-Man movies. And so, yeah, five out of five for me and uh, a stamp of approval. Wow. Yeah, we, it's it's been a while, I think, since we've had both five out of fives. It's mm. crazy, but it's good. Best One of the best origin stories ever. So, mm-hmm. cool. All cool. right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Moving on. Moving on to the very last part. So, fun fact uh, for our very... Uh, last portion of the podcast we do a little fun fact to, uh, to show our listeners who we are and so fun fact for this podcast i was i did this one one of my meetings that i did with my team and so the uh, question is um and since it is still january uh what is one of your new year's resolutions and so this will be pretty cool to see how we progress in the next year <laughs> uh, i will start us off so one of my New Year's resolutions, so there's 12 months in a year. I want to read 12 books, 12 nonfiction books. So I, I don't know. I just really want to expand my knowledge. Um, and I have like this <laughs> funny theory that I'm going to do. So like a lot of the books I want to read is like, you know, self-development, uh, mindset, you know, financing, you know, personal finance, because, you know, we're both working now. And so trying to trying to build out growth and wealth so I, we can all retire a millionaire right <laughs> and so what i'm going to do is i'm going to buy a book from amazon read it 
in a month and then return it <laughs> and do the whole cycle for a good 12 months so I don't have to pay for a book. <laughs> uh, this feels illegal. It's not illegal. It's within the return period. As long as within 30 days, you can return a book. <laughs> You are going to get arrested someday. I don't I know, know how. I, I don't am know what's just, going to pin you with. I am just going to get arrested. I am just life hacking. <laughs> so um, I'll start doing, well, I'll start doing that next month. The book I'm reading right now is actually one of my um, marketing books. It's contagious. It's like, why are uh, certain consumer products like, like super well in the marketing world? And so, Yeah. Um, I am a little behind on my pace, but I do have some free time since I'm not fully employed yet. So, yeah, I'll be um, trying to stick for my 12 books a year for for the year. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted along the journey. All right. I'll stick you to it. All right. What about you? I don't have any <laughs> resolutions. I, I feel like I'm literally the perfect human right now. You are the ultimate form. <laughs> I cannot improve. I'm an eternal. <laughs> I can't improve. Now, I, to be honest with you, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I had the one from before where I cut off soda, and that was seven years ago. I haven't had yeah. soda since. I feel like maybe I should cut back on something. I don't know what it is. Maybe popcorn? Maybe popcorn or pizza or chicken nuggets i don't eat those anymore I or cut those out. pillsbury cookies all right that's enough we don't have to those. <laughs> oh you know what i can do new year's energy resolution. drinks energy drinks that now nah, let's keep drinking those you know what, what a new year's resolution is i will keep blue pickle alive <laughs> for a whole year you think so? for a whole year i think i can make it for a whole year okay that's my resolution okay i like right, it i we'll like see. it We'll see. We got this. I'm going to I'm going to keep him alive now. I'm not going to purposely overfeed him. Now, <laughs> I do have a question for you. Yeah. When do you stop saying happy new year? Uh I think like what's yeah, it's the 22nd. Yeah. I think you only say happy new year for like a good week. <laughs> yeah. I I think too. I think January 5th is when we should cut that off. Yeah, like because anything after it's like okay i had somebody say happy new year yesterday on the 21st of january really happy new year wow like maybe yeah. they just thought it was new year <laughs> they're a little behind mm. when's the lunar new year uh is actually like the first week of february oh it's actually february 1st february 1st okay yeah, it's actually very early this year yeah what's the what's the animal this year uh you're the tiger i'm pretty sure hold on it's the year of the tiger yeah year of the tiger so wait are you 98 or 99 99 i think uh, i'm like the sloth or something or the earthworm no i think you're a rabbit rabbit but 2022 is the year of the tiger which is the same i gotta year. have a baby now then <laughs> Well, 1998 is also the year of the tiger. So 2022 is the year of Alex. Wow. Wait, how many? Wait, so next year is going to be my year. Um, do they go? Do they just cycle through like that? Like, is it every like 20 years or so? Um, let me double check. So, yeah, 1999 is the year of the rabbit. So 2023, Lunar New Year. 
year the rabbit <laughs> all right 2023 let's go how many animals are there i think there's 12 12 so that makes uh, sense because uh, that'll how be how many how many animals in chinese new year yeah 12 oh sorry nice <laughs> ah so it is so it's like 24 years so every 12 years every 12 year it's a different year of the animal wow all right well it's hey. been fun <laughs> tiger and rabbit we're, we're out of here right yeah we are well, we we are concluding this uh spider-man podcast. yeah no that was that was a good one that was fun um all right listen guys i don't know what we're doing we never know how to wrap a show yeah it's very free will <laughs> yeah we're free balling we're winging it out here but listen um, i just want to say something i want to shout out my boy badlands chugs he just chugged a whole bowl of hot Cheetos popcorn. He's moved on from liquids. He's chugged every liquid known to man. He's moving on to food now. And so it should go check that out. Also, I want to shout out. Can we do your, uh, your, so your cousin has something, a new project. Oh, yeah. Can we, we do that? that Are we allowed to shout him out? Can we get that permission? Uh, I don't see why not. Do you have it pulled uh, up? Whiskey. Whiskey, 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 neck pour. Yes, yes, whiskey neck pour. Did actually, you, do you know anything about it? It's um, it's a YouTube channel actually, so it's not a podcast. But my cousin Micah, he um, him and his like two good friends, two or three good friends, they actually do whiskey reviews, which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty cool if you're really into to exploring different whiskey. But uh, as of right now. They have three YouTube videos, which is pretty good. And they're averaging over 100 views per video so far. So they, they look professional, too. I like the thumbnails and what they've done with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiskey, whiskey neck pour. That is that is a very cool, like they're, they're branding. Well, I'm pretty sure their signage is actually real. It's not like a, like the, the signage they have in the background. I'm pretty sure whiskey neck pour that um that's like engraved. Wow, we should do that. We we need a studio. We do. Okay, move to Fairfax. (laughs) Uh, I think you should move to Fort Worth. Shout out in the comments who you think should move to where. You have a you have a remote job. You can move. (laughs) Uh, well, I would say something about yours, but I'm legally not allowed to. So, yeah, we cannot yet. He works in the U.S. government. Yeah, he's a secret agent. I just spoiled it. I work for Shield. <laughs> so secretly Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I figured. I figured. But yeah, shout out to Whiskey Neck Pour. Go check that out. They will be on a future Where's the Flavor episode where we get drunk together and try out whiskey. I just made that up, but that would be fun. And yeah, so thank you so much for listening to the 27th episode of Where's the Action? This, I mean, we're still rocking and rolling. We plan on doing something next week. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I'm not going to promise, like I said last week, I'm not going to promise anything, but it's been fun. This is a good one. And yeah, Spider-Man, we, that's our second Spider-Man review after Into the Spider-Verse. So maybe we'll just be a Spider-Man podcast from now on. We'll do Andrew Garfield. We'll do Tom Holland. You know, we'll do whatever, you know, maybe, I don't know what else. The Spider-Ham movie when that comes Spider-Ham, out. I was about to say Spider-Ham. He has his Spider-Ham's own. Spider-Ham's got to be in it. He has his yeah. own spinoff on Disney Plus, I'm pretty sure. Or no. No way. On, no, no, no. It was on YouTube. It was, it was oh, some... that's right. Yeah, we pulled that up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some like short clip, but you know, 
can never go wrong with Sparta ham. <laughs> never go wrong. Never go wrong. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Alex. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, not much. Uh, go shop at Aldi. You'll be saving a good amount of money and getting quality groceries as well. So make sure to go stop by at Aldi. Yeah. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Peace. Catch you guys on the flippity flip. Starting episode 27, three, two. Well, you got to say the title. Oh, <laughs> Spider Man 2020. <laughs> Spider Man 2000. We're rusty. Wait, 2022. <laughs> That's what I put in the title. <laughs> Wait, was I supposed to watch No Way Home? <laughs> Spider Man 2002, episode 27, three, two, one.